Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Ah, wasn't that good? Wasn't that good? Jesus, the lover of my soul. You know, we have so many lovers. Hallelujah. So many lovers we have. 
But I hope that Jesus is the lover of your soul. Hallelujah. Some people, I don't know why you love them. I, sometimes I wonder. Hallelujah. Because they never, they never appreciate your love back. Hallelujah. But Jesus is the lover of our soul. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Let's provide the offering. Thank you, Ashes. He's the lover of our soul. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Fantastic. I'm excited to be in church this morning. It's always good to be in church. Christians come to church. Hallelujah. Coming to church is a good habit. Hallelujah. Do we have a verse to learn today? Our memory verse for today is John 3.27. Go. A man can receive nothing except it be given from him from above. Except it be given him from heaven. Actually, there's another verse that says, let's begin from, from above. But let's learn this one. Go. One, two, go. A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Okay. Last time. John answered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Put your hands. <laughs> Amen. Very easy, right? What John is, it's, it's, it's what, the, what the Bible is saying that look, a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from heaven. Hallelujah. So, what it means is that when somebody has something, don't criticize it. Hallelujah. Yes, some of us, somebody has something, we talk about it. Oh, he stole it. Is this, is that, is that. Stop, stop saying those things. Oh, he's a crook. Stop saying those things. Anytime somebody has something that you don't have, your next thing is to comment and criticize it. See, don't behave like that. Are you hearing me? Don't behave like that. Because Bible, the Bible says that a man can receive nothing. Except it be given from heaven. So if the person has it, it's from heaven. It must have been allowed. So stop complaining and criticizing. Are you hearing me? John 3 27. A man can receive nothing. Except be given. Hallelujah. So if you have this understanding, you will not criticize or be jealous of what people have. Hallelujah. You will not be jealous. Are you hearing me? You will not be jealous of somebody's shoe. You will not be jealous of somebody's hairstyle. You will not be jealous of somebody's car. You will not be jealous of somebody's house. You will not be jealous of somebody's wife. Except because it's given from heaven. God is the one who gives. So rather, your attitude should rather pray to God so that you also get some. Are you hearing me? Pray to God. Instead of criticizing and condemning why people have things. Hallelujah. That's one part of it. And the, and the, and the other part of it also means that you must trust God for your supply, not yourself. Because a lot of times we put a lot of emphasis in ourselves. But let me tell you, if God does not give it to you, you will never have it. 
I hear me, church. So you must put a lot of emphasis in trusting God to give to you. Hallelujah. Because you can labor and work and scream and stretch and scheme and maneuver and still not get it. God has to give it to you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, let me continue. Last two weeks, I was not here. Last week was Good Friday. I was talking to you about quiet time. Do you remember? We are talking about it again. And I was talking to you about habits. And I said, you know, the habits you form, okay, the habits you form in the first part of your life will determine how you live the last second last part of your life. Hallelujah. And we talk about good habits and bad habits. And we say that good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. Good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. And bad habits are easy to form, but difficult to live with. It's not easy to form. It's not difficult to form a bad habit at all. But living with it, it's more dif- you, you, you pay for it. Are you hearing me? I mean, a bad habit like sleeping all day, it's not difficult to form that habit. At all. I mean, to lie in bed all day is very easy. It's not difficult to form that habit at all. But after you form that habit, it is difficult to live with it. Because you, you realize that life is not easy. You cannot lie in bed every day. Are you hearing me? A bad habit like watching TV, movies all the time. I mean, you can, you can binge watch. Nowadays, they even have the shows. They have it on demand, right? Binge watching. So you can binge watch every day. But it's, 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 it comes naturally. But if you get that habit, you'll find out that life is difficult. Hallelujah. And continuing on that, I said that I'm preaching. One of the best habits to form, okay? One of the best habits to form as a Christian. One of the best habits to develop as a Christian. Are you here with me? Is the habit of a daily quiet time. A daily quiet time. It's a good habit to form. It's not easy. It is not easy to wake up every morning and read your Bible. You try it and see. When you wake up, there are so many things to do apart from the Bible. As soon as you wake up, oh, you have to clean this. You have to write this. You have to brush your teeth. I mean, the last thing to do. So it's a very difficult habit to form. I mean, some of you, as soon, some of you, as soon as you wake up, no what? news. The first thing you do, pa, CNN. Check weather. What can you do about the weather anyway? <laughs> Check the weather. Do this. Uh, spend about two hours in the bathroom. Doing your makeup and your face. I know one husband who told her, I know one husband who told his wife that look, the amount of time you spend on you spend on you spend a good habit of if on you see a good habit of if I don't talk to God, I don't talk to anybody. It will help you a lot. Amen. Are you hearing me? 
you must have a good habit. Unless I talk to God, I don't talk to anybody. Hallelujah. If you find out that it will help you spiritually, and it will have, you, 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 you will avoid a lot of dangers. Hallelujah. See, when you read uh, Psalm 23, it said, the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me. Okay, he leads. He leads me. God leads us. Are you here with me? God leads us. You see, when I'm leading you, it means I go. You have the option to follow me or not. Are you hearing me? When I'm so, I'm leading you. It means I am moving and you are behind me. It's up to you to follow or not. Do you, do you get it? But it's different from being pushed. When I'm pushing you, you have no option. You see? When I'm pushing you, you have no option. I'm forcing you to go. Are you hearing me? And I want to tell you that God leads. Satan pushes. God leads. Satan pushes. So, anything that is pushing you, pushing you, take your time. This is the devil. If it's God, he will lead you and make you take a decision. The devil pushes. So, this thing, it must be done. It must be done. It must be done. It doesn't you see, get this attitude that until I talk to God. Sometimes before you, you even get out of bed, your husband has a list of to-do. Some of you wives. You, before you jump out of bed, you're, this, this man, hey, I need this, I need my shock. Please tell the person, tell your husband, excuse me, sir, God first, after that, I will attend to your need. Let the church say Amen. Hallelujah. And if it's your wife, just tell her, I won't mind you. No, I don't even say excuse me. Say, I won't mind you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, a, the good habit of a quiet time. Amen. Now, let me continue by sharing them. the powerful benefits or the benefits of developing a habit of having a quiet time. For some of you who don't know what a quiet time is, a quiet time is time alone with God. That's what Moses did. God called Moses. Hallelujah. You know, somebody sent me a WhatsApp and it's so accurate. It was so accurate. Somebody said that, in case are you listening to me, somebody said that the first person with a tablet who downloaded from the cloud was Moses. <laughs> You understand? It makes sense. The first person with a tablet who downloaded from the cloud because he was Moses. Because God could say, it came with the two tablets to come and receive instructions from the cloud. So all those who think that you have not technology you can download from the cloud. Moses was the first person who had a tablet and, <laughs> and downloaded from the cloud. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's a good one. So, after a quiet time, God called Moses to come aside and spend some time with me. So a quiet time, I want to talk about a quiet time. It's a time with God away from everybody. Moses did it. 
Jesus Christ, I'm say early in the morning, he wake up and go to a quiet place. Are you hearing me? So it's a good habit to develop. I was very, and you, and, see, and you are not too busy to do that. Don't be deceived. If you feel you are too busy or you don't have time to do it, the devil is at work. Hallelujah. Because one of the, one of the things that surprised me was one day when I heard George Bush. George Walker Bush. George Bush was saying that he has his quiet time every day. And I said, the president of the United States, if he has time to have his quiet time every morning, then how important is your job that you are too busy not to have your quiet time? See, do you understand what I'm saying? The guy who, I mean, who is more busy than the president of the U.S.? Or supposed to be busy? <laughs> and if he can have time to have his quiet time every morning, now how important is your job? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So let me show you some powerful benefits of quiet time. Okay? A daily quiet time. Okay? A daily quiet time will, will prevent the hurts and pains in your life. And I'll explain to you. Hallelujah. If you have a habit of having a daily quiet time, you will avoid a lot of mistakes and pains. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. John 8, 12. John 8, 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follow, he that follow, he that follow us, our attitudes, our behavior, they are rocks. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So this morning, I'm sharing about a good habit to form. Hallelujah. Am I preaching to Christians? Are we going to have our quiet time? Do you see why it's important to have your quiet time? How many here agree with me that without your quiet time, without talking to God, you don't talk to anybody? I, 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 I'm not to be honest. Just show by hand. If you, without talking to God, you don't talk to anybody. I want to see. Are you, are you in agreement with me? Now, when you wake up in the morning, without praying, you will not talk to anybody. Including your husband or your wife. You see, it's called a quiet time. A quiet time. You see, one of the things that, if you're a wife, you have to be careful. You see, husbands can disturb your quiet time. That's the thing about husbands. They will have their quiet time. Then when you have your quiet time, they'll come and disturb you. Don't allow it. Hallelujah. You also need quiet time with God. You also need to talk to God. Hallelujah. So from today, I want us to develop that habit. No matter how busy we think we are. Don't forget, God leads. The devil pushes. Anything that is push, 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 Satan. God will always lead you. God will always give you a choice. Amen. So that thing that feels like agent, agent, get it done, get it done, get it done, to the point that it does not allow you to talk to your maker. No, that's the devil. And the word is light. The word is light. 
The word is light. The word is supposed to lead us, direct us. The word is not a band-aid. We should avoid using the word of God as a band-aid. We go, we get injured, then we come back to the word. No. Rather, use it so you don't get injured. Hallelujah. Church, let me tell you something. Your greatest prosperity and blessing is in your daily quiet time. Hallelujah. No anointing oil is stronger than the daily quiet time. Hallelujah. No prophet is, can deliver you more than your daily quiet time. Hallelujah. Have your quiet time. God will speak to you. God will deliver you. He will give you light. You see, it, it, it will make you wiser than your generation. The mistakes that people make, you will avoid it. Hallelujah. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, I want to be more like you. I want to be. Jesus, I want to be a vessel you were through. Oh, I want to be more like you. Jesus had his quiet time. Yes, Lord. Moses had his quiet time. I want to be more like you. Jesus, I want to be more like you. I want to be more like you. Jesus, I want to be a vessel you went through. Oh, I want to be more like you. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here this morning. You are not born again. The Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. And the Bible said that for God so loved the world, he so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, seriously speaking, life without Christ is a losing game. Jesus, that's why Jesus said, I am the light of the world. You need light. So without Jesus, you walk in darkness. And he says, I am the light of the world. Hallelujah. I am the light of the world. So this morning, I'm not talking about going to church. If you are not a born again Christian, which is, you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. How do you do that? You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth. If you have not done that, just to make sure that look, I have this light of life. I don't want to walk in darkness anymore. It doesn't matter your age, young or old, male or female. It doesn't matter. You need to be born again. So today, before I end this service, I want you to receive this light of the world into your life. So with every eye closed, this is a private moment. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to be born again. 
you want to be born again. Not, you see, I'm not talking about Christian because, because sometimes your parents are Christians, so you are Christians. No, be born again. Except a man be born again. Receive Jesus personally for you. If you want to do that, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Personally. Forget about who's on your left, who's on your right. Personally. Take that decision and I'll pray for you. I want this light to be in my life. I'm tired of living my life anyway. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. See, a lot of times people say, oh, after that, I'll come and see you. No, no, no. It's not, it's not an afterthought. You must do it now. You must do it now. You must do it now if you are not born again. You must do it now if you are not born again. There is room. Sing it for me. Yes, there is room. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. If you have not done this, see, one thing you cannot, you, see, you have to be certain whether you are born again or not. Millions have come. Millions have come. Millions have come. So please make sure. Don't take your chances. Don't say, I'll take my chances. No. You don't know what will happen tomorrow. You will never know what will happen tomorrow. So decide today. Decide today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Decide today. Thank you. Father, we thank you for this congregation. Thank you that salvation has come. Let none perish. Let none perish. Let none. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www dot lcimanhattan dot com